Hi guys. Uh, good morning. I think it's very important to um, learn, learn how to discern the spiritual atmosphere that you're living in. We all have a spiritual atmosphere, a spirit, there's a spirit realm that we cannot see. And we, of course, we, of course, as Christians, as believers, as born again believers with, you know, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, we are able to enter into the spirit realm through the Holy Spirit. We are only transportation means of transportation into the spirit realm is through the holy spirit we don't enter in through demonic devices we don't use demonic devices to enter into the spirit realm um, because there is a demonic way to enter into the spirit realm and that is how you know through familiar spirits like talking to your ancestors and the dead and um you know and being involved in occult practices and witchcraft and divination and all of those different things those are people people who use those devices to access the spirit realm you're using the portals demonic portals you're opening up demonic portals to enter into the spirit realm and that is um illegal right you're you're using ways that are illegal and you say how is it illegal well according to the word of god is it is illegal to enter into the spirit realm without the Holy Spirit, right? If the Holy Spirit is not your transportation into, into the spirit realm, and if he's not taking you into the spirit realm and showing you things, then you have to know that outside of him, however you get there outside of him, it's illegal. It's, it's, it's forbidden, okay? And so um, one of the things that I've been really noticing lately is I've been able to sense more now that I am taking time and soaking, developing a lifestyle of intimacy and soaking. And I think, don't get me wrong, I do think that the black church, and I'm not by no means am I racist or anything like that, but I think sometimes we have a hard time quieting, quieting our soul. It's like we we have to get away from the performance. We have to get away from the hooping and hollering. We have to just be still. It's okay to just be still in the presence of the Lord. And I found that being still has brought me into a greater level of stability, mentally and emotionally, spiritually. Because it's in those moments where I'm being still. It's coming into the presence of God with your soaking music or with no soaking music. Just coming into the presence of God. You can worship him. You can praise him softly. Softly. Or it's just coming into the presence of God and just saying, I just want to spend time with you. You don't have to say anything. I don't, I don't have to say anything. I'm not here for you to reveal anything. I'm just here to spend time in your presence. And I think a lot of the times we're so conditioned to go into God just when we need an answer or just when we need something. Try going to him without wanting anything but his presence. It's like, I just want to spend time with you. How many times 
do you go around people and you guys don't even have to be doing anything you just want to be around that person because you enjoy their company you enjoy the their presence right their presence is enough you don't have to talk you know what i'm saying if you do talk it's a few words but you just like being around that person same thing with God. Just show him that you you value his presence. You want to know his presence. And I'm going to set time aside and I'm going to be intentional about being quiet, being still, and just letting the Holy Spirit show me what the presence of God is like. Show me how to discern the spiritual atmosphere that I'm in. That Show me how to discern the times and seasons that you have me in. Because we all know that there's a as a body, there's a time and season that he has us in, but also as an individual within the body of Christ, there's a time and season that he, that he has you in personally. He, you need to know that. You need to know that. You need to know what that, what that spiritual atmosphere is for you right now in this place that you're in. And as a mature, immature Christian, as you know, we get words and we like, God, it's exciting words. It's, it's words that encourage, that build up. And we want to see that word come to pass right then and there that same day. And there, there will be times for that. There will be times for that. But I think I know, I know the significance of being still now. Because in that still still place there's contentment in that still place i'm i i'm not running when god is telling me to sit i'm not moving when he's telling me to stand still i'm in the flow of him as immature christians we sometimes have the the tendency to take something to 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 gauge we 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 miss the the um we misinterpret. We're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. So he gives us a word and we'll try to make that word come to pass before it's time. But when you mature in God, as you mature in God, you know that everything has a time and a season. And you'll be OK with that. You'll be OK with that. The maturity comes when you say, I don't want anything prematurely. And there's a flow, there's a pace with the Holy Spirit that you go at to say, I'm not going to run and move ahead of you, but I'm also not going to sit and sit when you're telling me to move. But understanding the spiritual atmosphere with and through the Holy Spirit is very important because you're able to understand, okay, there's times where I just know like recently, like a couple of days ago, I said, God, something broke. Something broke in the spirit. Something broke off me in the spirit. I, I mean, I just knew it. And then he started going into detail. He started talking to me and then, you know, giving me a revelation of what I was sensing in the spirit. And I believe that you, God is able to open up your spiritual senses where you can connect with him and where you can discern, where you can be able to understand him and understand what he's doing in your life through your spiritual senses. There is a heightened 
level of awareness to the Holy Spirit that you have when you sit, when you are intentional about spending time with it in his presence. And I'll hear certain things. I'll hear certain things now I've been noticing. He's like, your hearing now has been fine tuned. It's like your hearing is fine tuned because you're setting the tight time to just really spend time in his presence. And you don't understand that spending time with him is going to have great rewards when it comes time for you to minister to other people. I've never spent time with someone and it did not deepen our bond. So it's the same with God. When you spend time with him, when you spend time in his presence, it deepens your bond with him. It deepens your connection with him. And we as the black church, the, the black church, I'm not going to say we because I'm not part of just any one church. I'm a part of the body of Christ. We are the church, right? But we we don't want to go into the deep end. We we that's too deep, right? It's like oh that's too deep. We're not, you know what I'm saying? Because we're afraid. We think that someone being super in tune with the Holy Spirit, being quiet, being still. That's weird for some people. Some people call that weird. Some people say oh they too they too spiritual. Like no. The Holy Spirit is spirit. So if I'm connected to him and I'm in tune with him and I'm spiritual because he has he lives inside of me and he makes me spiritual. And we say, oh, they too deep or they too spiritual as if it's a bad thing. But it's just like what the part of me that's going to live forever is my spirit. We have gotten too caught up in the theatrics that we don't even know how to be still. We have gotten caught up in Sunday praise and worship that we've forgotten how to worship in our own home in spirit and in truth. We always want to quote that scripture. Oh, well, those who must worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, right? So, okay. But I'm too deep if I'm still, if I'm waiting on the Holy Spirit, if I'm waiting on him to lead me and to usher me into, into worship, if I'm super in tune, I'm too deep. Why are you so afraid of the deep? Why are you so afraid to go deep? Are you afraid that they're going to say you crazy? Why are we so afraid to go deep, as deep as we can go into our relationship with God, into our intimacy with him? A lot of us are ignorant to the spiritual atmosphere around us because we're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. And how can you change an atmosphere that you are out of, that you're not even able to discern how can I change something that I'm ignorant to? It's time to start going deeper. And if you are afraid to go deeper, I, I challenge you and I ask you 
to ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to go deeper in Him. To wash away the barriers that stand in the way of you going deeper in Him. We are afraid of the very part of us that's going to live and move on into eternity forever. And that is our spirit. We are afraid of it. Because of what we, because of what maybe movies, maybe the media, maybe um, the enemy himself has made, has taken being spiritual and made it something demonic. I can be spiritual, connected to the Holy Spirit, letting him teach me and show me and guide me and, and teach. let him teach you how to navigate the spirit realm. Don't try to go into it without him. That's when you know, okay, I'm treading on territory that is forbidden because the only time I'm supposed to have access or access the spirit realm is when I'm, I'm ushered into it by the Holy Ghost. We are to live in the spirit as well as walk in the spirit. The sons of God are led by the spirit of God. It didn't say you follow your granddaddy that had died 10 years ago. It didn't say grandpa and grandma that didn't die was going to lead you into the spirit realm. It didn't say that. The word don't say that. The word don't say go to the psychic. You know what I'm saying? They're going to teach you how to go up in the spirit realm. Mm -mm. Now you're just opening up yourself to demons. It didn't say do all these practices and exercises to try to open up your third eye and then you're going to go into the spirit realm and not be, you know, opening up your life to demons. See, the enemy wants you to think that because witchcraft is a trend right now, that it's acceptable. Witchcraft has never been, nor will it ever be acceptable to God. It's an abomination to him. However, through Jesus, there is, there is a way out of it. There is a way out of it. But it's a dangerous thing you're doing when you are trying to follow these practices that seem like they come with benefits such as health and wealth and well-being and that's a deceptive deception behind it because the enemy is not going to say oh here do witchcraft cast these spells you know what i'm saying make this potion burn this sage get these chakras get these crystals he's not gonna say that and say do thou do all this and surely it's going to make you suicidal. Surely you're not going to have no peace in your mind. Surely you're not going to be tormented day in and day out. Surely, surely 
I mean, if you contact your dead ancestors and get advice from them, which is demons, familiar spirits, surely you're doing something good. Your grandfather that has died 10 years ago is really going to be able to direct you and tell you how to navigate life that he's not even living anymore. Surely. The enemy can't come to you that way. Because he knows that if he comes to you straightforward, letting you know that, hey, if you do this, if you practice this, guess what? You invite me and my demons in. We legally, we have a legal right to harass you. We have a legal right to, to, to mentally, emotionally, and spiritually harass you. He doesn't come like that. He comes with... Everything He comes with something you want that Jesus has already provided. But the enemy offers it in another way outside of him because he wants you so badly to reject Jesus. Jesus offers peace. He offers health. He offers all of these things that you can find in him. But people don't want to go his route. The enemy comes and dresses it up as health and wealth and fame and oh you can become a god you can be your, your you're your own god pride right power money he 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 wants he comes with all that it's the same trick in the book it's exactly what he offered to jesus it's exactly what he offered him but jesus knew that he had an eternal purpose So the deception is in the enemy knows how to trip you up by trying to give you what you want in a way that's going to lead you down the path of destruction and lead you to eternal destruction. It's not that you can't have what you want. It's just that you're not willing to go the route that God wants you to go to get what you want and to have it properly, to have it his way. And some of our desires are shaped by the world. God didn't even give us half the desires that we be having when we come to him. A lot of those desires are shaped and formed by what we see other people have, by what we see other people doing. We think that, okay, this is a trend in the world, so I need to be doing this. So a lot of our desires are not even coming from him. They're coming from the world. And then we come to him and wonder why, God, why are my worldly desires being fulfilled? Read James 4. Read James 4. Tells you all about that. God, why are, why can't I have what I want? Because what you want, it opposes my will for your life. And what you want is going to lead you down the path of destruction. I don't want you to go that way. Can I prune your desires? So... I want you guys to um, ask the Holy Spirit to teach you how to soak in his presence. And also, 
if you are listening to this and you are involved in any occult witchcraft practices, there's a way out. His name is Jesus. His way doesn't lead you to eternal destruction. He's not trying to deceive you. His life is real. You can live it. You can have peace. That doesn't come with the price of your soul. The enemy can't give you peace. That's one thing that witchcraft can't give you. It can give you a counterfeit. Everything that the devil can do, everything that he does is counterfeit. None of it is always, the, none of it's the real thing. We got the same people in the world won't ever be caught with a, a counterfeit or a fake Gucci bag or a fake anything designer, right? But we'll settle for a counterfeit spouse. We'll settle for a counterfeit piece. We'll settle for a counterfeit miracle signs and wonders. But you ain't accept, you ain't bought nothing fake your whole life, okay? But you gonna take that counterfeit stuff that the enemy is offering you at the expense of your soul. Sure, you may have moments of pleasure. Sin is pleasurable for a season. But eventually, man, it messes you up. It messes you up. It messes you up. Amen?